Victoria's Secret, we all are so fan of that. You know, we love the show, we love their laundries, we love the clothes. And let's not forget about the beautiful models who are so beautiful looking. I just love them and I know so are you in love with them. So let's talk about Winnie Harlow. She is beautiful, she's glamorous, she's so super chic. But do you know she also has a condition which is vitiligo. I really admire her, the way she carries herself and look at the confidence and she is a live example that you know you can live the way you want if you really want to do that. If you have the world is your limit, you can achieve anything. There are a lot of people who would try to pull you down because of anything, you know, the skin situation is one situation but there is anything, you know. It, People have ample number of reasons, but you have to have your own confidence. And speaking about vitiligo, like I said, we have a beautiful girl today. Her name is Anmol. So let's see what she has to say. Hi Anmol, how are you? I'm good, thank you. It is so good to have you here. And you know, look at you, you're so slim, trim, and you know, perfect with a beautiful smile. I really love your, you know, beautiful gesture and so, so super chic. So I was, you know, speaking to, uh, I just mentioned my audiences that, you know, how Winnie Harlow is an iconic person. She's super chic, she's a Victoria's Secret model. And uh, you know, I'm sure you know about yeah, her as well. So, what's your opinion on her firstly? She's a legend. Yeah. Let me tell you that first. Okay, so when I first saw her, like I was I was a small kid and I was struggling in my own skin. When I saw her, I was like, wow, she's so confident. Even with vitiligo on her skin, she is doing whatever she wants to do and she is breaking those stereotypes, those societal beauty standards. And that inspired me to do the same. So, I have to say that she is my inspiration. I know, I mean, she is so brilliant. So speaking about vitiligo, it's an autoimmune condition and a condition like you have a disease and your body is learning to learn you know, uh, kabil banti hai. Similarly, is condition mein body ko lagta hai ki melanin, jo ki skin ke uh, color develop karta hai, wo uski enemy hai. This is the situation how can I can explain vitiligo in a better situation, in a better condition. What do you have to say and all yeah, about it? Uh, we can say that in layman terms. Uh -huh. But uh, what exactly it is, it, of, your, of course you said right, it is an autoimmune skin condition. But the exact core, exact cause of it is still unknown to the scientists. Hence is the cure. Yeah. We have a lot of hit and trial methods for that, but we don't have one specific or one like like this is the full and final treatment. We don't have that. Why? Because the cause is unknown. Yeah. Hence, uh, we cannot say that uh, our immune system thinks that the melanin is the enemy. I don't know if we can say that. But as far as I have read or I have researched about it, it's like melanin uh, are very weak and they just have this function of giving colour to the cells. So they are very weak. So when immune system attacks its own self, melanin dies. Yes. And hence the skin loses its colour. Yeah. I mean, very well explained, I'm sure, because you know, you must have done a lot of research. So when was the first time uh, you got to know that, you know, uh, you are facing this condition? I was six when I first got my white spot that is on my eyelid. And my sister, my elder sister, first noticed that. and. Uh, when we visited the doctor, he said that I, I have vitiligo. I was diagnosed with vitiligo and there was a sense of panic at my home. So ever since then, uh, till like four or five years, 
before i was continuously under treatments nothing seemed to work of course <laughs> but yeah i was continuously under treatments so it has been for 5 years till then i have stopped the treatment okay and uh, what age were you when uh, it was discovered uh, i was 6 okay so i know it's a very uh, tough situation particularly with uh, you know some kind of uh, mindsets again you know i want say anything because we all are learning developing and i'm sure the acceptance has gone much more better with every everything um so you know i really want to ask you which is a little sensitive but i'm sure uh, you, the question would inspire a lot of people or the listeners yes. out there uh so when you discovered it for the first time how did you face how your friends and your peer group how did they react to it okay uh like i told that i first diagnosed was i was first diagnosed with vitiligo was when i was 6 years old so i think i was at a very tender age to understand what it is and uh, how my friends are friends are reacting i was not in my senses to be honest so at that time i believe it were my parents who suffered more listening to people's taunts or like suggestions while walking on road somebody randomly just says ki are isko ye hai aap yahan leke jao is doctor ke paas jao is vaid ke paas jao ya pata nahi aise kis pandit ke paas pata nahi kya kya to mere ko to samajh hi nahi aata tha to mere ko to kya hi matlab mujhe lagta tha ki kuch alag to ho raha hai but wo kya hai wo kabhi samajh hi nahi aaya to ha us time pe mere parents bahut zyada suffer kar rahe the unhe bhi pata nahi tha kuch doctors kehte hain ki you know this is a long term treatment aapko time dena padta hai ek treatment mein but mera ek spot se start hua and we visited doctors we started treatment to wo bad raha hai से बढ़ रहे हैं दे वर आल्सो पैनिकिंग वो डॉक्टर शिफ्ट कर रहे हैं तो ऐसे करते 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 नाउ इट इज ऑन 95% ऑफ माय स्किन तो कभी-कभी मुझे लगता है कि अगर थोड़ा उन्होंने पेशेंस रखा होता एक डॉक्टर के पास रखा होता तो शायद सीन कुछ और होता आज बट इट्स ओके वी ऑल आर लर्निंग एंड मे बी आई वाज डिसाइड्स टू बी हियर सो दैट्स व्हाई यू नो आई रियली लाइक योर स्पिरिट बिकॉज ऑफ कोर्स वी ऑल हैव आवर जर्नी एंड समटाइम्स हमें लगता है कि शायद ये अच्छा होता या फिर ये हमें करना चाहिए था ये अच्छा होता बट देन यू नो आई थिंक वी वी आर देयर टू डू समथिंग मोर 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 बेटर यू नो मे बी गिव समथिंग ब्रिलियंट टू द सोसाइटी सो हाउ डू यू कीप योर सेल्फ मोटिवेटेड डेफिनेटली सेंस इट्स अ चैलेंजिंग सिचुएशन विद द वर्ल्डली थिंग्स आउट देयर हाउ डू कीप योर मेंटल हेल्थ सेन सबसे पहले तो मैं ये पूछूंगी बिकॉज यू नो सबसे ज्यादा इफेक्ट of course yeah vitiligo is just the depigmentation of skin it is not harming me by any which way physically no irritation no itching nothing like that but uh, how it is harming me or other people with vitiligo is that mentally and emotionally and why is that so also because of lack of awareness in society yeah. because people don't know what it is and how it is to be dealt with or how it is treated so they are coming up with all the bullshit they can <laughs> so because of that because of people's reaction or because of um, uh, people alienate us or like बॉर्डरलाइनर्स यू डोंट टॉक टू अस एक्चुअली दे डिन यूज टू नाउ तो इट्स वेरी नॉर्मल बट आई थिंक दैट थिंग दैट डिस्क्रिमिनेशन कॉज दैट मेंटल हेल्थ प्रॉब्लम्स सो आई वॉज सिक्स लाइक आई टोल्ड यू सो आई फेस डिस्क्रिमिनेशन वेन आई डेंट इवन नो हाउ टू स्पेल इट बट अगेन आई वुड से दैट आई वॉज वेरी यंग टू अंडरस्टैंड दैट वॉट इज हैपनिंग इन वाई इज इट है टाइम आई रियलाइज इट दैट ओके this is happening and what it is and how i can deal with it i just realized that i am and i can be much more than my looks 
my looks are not in my control so what is in my control i should be focusing on that and which at that time was my academics so i tried to focus there i was different that time knew but how to be extraordinary wo different ko extraordinary mein kaise convert kar sakte wo maine chote chote goals rakhe apne liye ki theek hai marks zyada lane hain sabse and fir acche college mein admission lena hai and ye wo to aise karke chote chote goals maine liye and that the one thing that remained constant was that i am and i can be much more than my looks Yeah. So yeah, lovely. So speaking about you know your education and uh, you know what you are doing currently, would you would you tell us you know throw some light that you know uh, what are you currently doing and what's your future goal and where do you want to see Anmol in next uh, five years? <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, so I started with open open mics and as I mean, yeah. This is because I have planned to delay my PhD for a little bit. Okay, because I have a whole life to live. Let's just give yeah, some time yeah, to this yeah. thing. And I was just doing that. Then I started Instagram. Then I started Instagram. तो, तो पहले तो मैं नॉर्मल पोइट्री ही करती थी देन आई रियलाइज कि मैं कर सकती हूँ मेरे पास स्टेज है मेरे पास ऑडियंस है तो वाई नॉट रेज अवेयरनेस अबाउट इट देन आई स्टार्टेड राइटिंग ऑन विटी लाइक मतलब वो मैं पहले भी लिखती थी आई स्टार्टेड परफॉर्मिंग पहले मैं इसलिए नहीं करती थी मुझे लगा सिंपति गेनिंग ना लगे क्योंकि मैं इसको नॉर्मलाइज ही yeah, करना yeah. चाह रही बट फिर मुझे लगा नहीं पीपल स्टिल डोंट नो अबाउट इट एंड एज अ पर्सन हु इज एजुकेटेड एंड हु हैज विटी लाइक आई थिंक इट्स माई ड्यूटी एंड रिस्पॉन्सिबिलिटी टू मेक अवेयरनेस टू रेज अवेयरनेस तो देन आई स्टार्टेड डूइंग दैट आई स्टार्टेड पोस्टिंग ऑन इंस्टाग्राम ऑल्सो so there uh, i got an opportunity to act in a web series i was just pursuing my poetry thing oh that's a fabulous yeah. journey i mean yeah, i mean uh, your story absolutely say that how you you know got confidence by your own you know achievements by the things which you know by the talent you had and you know how uh, you you know achieve what you wanted you know and once you have the confidence the universe is the limit i think that's yes, absolutely right uh, for you you know breaking the uh, the norms the you know fixed thoughts you have just achieved what you want i'm so congratulations for you Thank know you. you coming for the web series and it's a very small the, role there but okay we need to start somewhere we need to bring this in to mainstream that okay this thing exist and we cannot ignore this we have to acknowledge elephant in the room and like i always say that our skin color depends on the melanin we have absolutely so if we have more melanin we are dark yeah 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 right. and we're subtly dark complexion and if we have like less melanin then we are fair complexion and if we have uneven melanin that we are artistically we like glowing yeah. so the, the scientific name of this is we like go like i told you i used to write poetry so pehle mai se likhti thi ki just like its last three letters it says to me i go i go i go to matlab like wo chala jaye yahan se but wo jyada to nahi tha of course but then i made it ki chalo theek hai hai to hai how i can do uh, i can deal with this so i made it with like glow oh i love the name yeah why don't you say some you know a small poetry if you want to you know share today with us you know about just like anything and anything whatever you have written you know maybe just because you know since your story is so pretty it'll be lovely to hear something from you har guzarte lamhe ke saath ye vitil aigo bhar raha tha ek nayi hi udaan tod kar mere sabhi khwab hasrate aur armaan par jab tak jab tak main khud ko kamzor samajhti rahi sirf khud ki kamzori se milti rahi par jab dekha jab dekha khud ko is safed andhkar ko hata kar sirf khoobsurti hi khoobsurti dikhti rahi और उस दिन से कभी हार नहीं मानी क्योंकि लिखनी थी खुद अपनी ही कहानी किताबों को दोस्त बनाया और सबसे ज्यादा सुकून खुद के साथ पाया आज करीबन 18 सालों का है मेरा और मेरे विटिलाइगो का ये रिश्ता और आज मुझे खुद से खूबसूरत इंसान कोई नहीं दिखता तो 
speaking about skin health and skin diseases everyone wants to have a lovely amazing glowing skin but there is a definitely a lot of effort which goes behind it and also a certain kind of maintenance routine which one needs to follow so today with us so we have dr sarisha saying with an experience of 23 years in dermatology so uh, very welcome dr sarisha how Thank are you, you? I'm great, thank you. Great. So you know, we are having a conversation on um, uh, you know various kind of skin disease, uh, and then what are the most popular skin diseases in Indian skin, and also you know uh, since we got this question from our audience that what are the most popular uh, skin diseases which one needs to be uh, aware of during the summer time. Uh, so, in terms of the common skin diseases that we see in summers, the commonest problem we see in uh, dermatology outpatients department is skin infections. Uh, we see a lot of fungal infections. We're a tropical country. It's hot. It's humid. It's an ideal weather for uh, fungi to grow and thrive. Uh, we see a lot of fungal infections in the elderly, people who have immunocompromised states like diabetes. But we see a lot of fungal infections in perfectly young, adult, healthy males and females, and even in children. Yeah, I mean because uh, you know there's so many uh, vast uh, number of infections which one can catch uh, during the summer time, and also uh, a lot of teenager kids, you know, uh, you know whose acne are uh, you know spreading all over, and just because of dandruff, which also does dandruff also you know increases during this uh, season because a lot of kids uh, and teenagers they face you know dandruff issues and you know acne issues and then they have uh, you know acne on the back uh, all around the face so what is the reason is does it also related to the summer or it can happen in any weather so this uh, scientifically speaking there's no uh, seasonal variation to acne uh, coming to dandruff and acne uh, dandruff does not cause acne the two tend to coexist because it's the same internal problem which leads to both dandruff and acne is basically since when they turn 13 14 15 and they hit adolescence due to the hormonal changes the hormones increase the size of their ovarian glands which cause both dandruff and acne uh we do see a lot of acne during the summer months but i think it's more because uh, that's also the time when teenagers and young adults are off from school Yeah. and they tend to focus a lot more on themselves and it's a good time to start treating acne and it's a good time to start getting into a healthy lifestyle and a healthy skin routine mm-hmm. because they have the time and the mental mind space to do it during the summer break yeah but you know what what can how can one maintain you know let's say if a you know young adult is having excessive acne uh you know how can one you know take care of it so that it doesn't flare up a lot So the best thing one can do uh, in the adolescent years is to have a regular skincare routine. Uh, if the acne is not too bad, they can get products over the counter and use it. Uh, but if the acne is troublesome and if they find that over the counter products are not adequate to control their acne, or especially if they find that they start having scarring due to acne, the recommendation is to go on medical treatment. Ideally, they should see a dermatologist uh, who would give uh, some medicated creams and ointments uh, to help reduce the burden of acne. If creams and ointments doesn't work, you can always scale up to tablets uh, as well. But it can be easily controlled. 
creams and uh, I mean uh, start with some tropical cream and you know proceed start from with there. some tropical creams and ointments and scale up to tablets if required and uh, you know we also generally advise an active lifestyle because we do see that uh, uh, a lot of teenagers and young, young adults they have this hormonal imbalance yeah. called polycystic ovaries uh, so the consultation will always also include uh, a discussion on lifestyle factors like the diet that they eat mm -hmm. and in, including regular exercise in their lifestyle. You know, doctor, you also spoke about uh, you know how uh, fungi infections and things like that are um, you know, uh, in, in adults who have diabetes and other kinds of uh, uh, sensitive uh, you know, health issues. So they tend to face during this time, right? So uh, is it? Uh, and you, you spoke that how humidity, you know, uh, flares it up more. But what about the places like, you know, like Delhi, you know, it's dry. Uh, what kind of uh, chances are there? Like what kind of disease one catches in a, you know, extreme dry weather, uh, let's say Rajasthan, Delhi, you know, where the humidity level is very, very low. So in addition to uh, skin infections, we commonly see a lot of allergic rashes. Uh, we see a lot of uh, allergies to uh, sun exposure this time of the year uh -huh. uh, because the skin tends to go dry. People who have sensitive skin, they tend to have flare-ups of their eczemas as well. Yeah. Uh, so in addition to infections, yes, uh, allergic rashes are also incredibly common during the summer. So uh, basically avoiding sun and applying a lot of sunscreen, uh, does that help in a regular way in a regular routine so uh, using a sunscreen it is uh, one of my favorite most favorite topics uh, using a sunscreen regularly is absolutely important for everyone uh, it helps fight a lot of aging of the skin it helps reduce the chances of pigmentation later on in life it slows down aging of the skin appearance of fine lines and wrinkles later on in life and especially people who have uh, photosensitive skin, that mm -hmm. is skin which flares up when they go out in the sun. For them, a sunscreen is absolutely mandatory from a medical perspective as well. Because the more, the more they use a sunscreen, the less likely they are to develop allergies. Wow, so many benefits of sunscreen. I wish I knew it prior because you know I started using the sunscreen when um, actually you know of course when my skin was completely on the toss and uh, probably in my early 30s, which was actually a lot late. <laughs> that was the first time, and I did not like the way sunscreen used to peel on my skin. So you know sometimes it was very sticky. Sometimes it used to leave a cast, and uh, I did not know there are so many you know beautiful sunscreen out there which does not leave any white cast. Um, you know, and speaking about sunscreen, uh, there's so many options in the market, you know, the mineral sunscreen, the chemical sunscreen, um, so which one one should pick? And also about the SPF, because that's again so confusing, SPF 20, SPF 50, although the bigger number looks very lucrative. So should one opt for a higher number of SPF? Or, you know, how, how does one choose the right sunscreen? Okay, so coming to the first uh, half of your statement, you're right. Uh, most of us grew up at a time when we didn't know that we yeah. need to use the sunscreen. And uh, studies have shown that uh, what damages the skin is cumulative exposure. That is exposure that has added up on a daily basis from birth to mm -hmm. whatever age mm -hmm. we are today. And the maximum exposure that we have had cumulatively has happened before we have turned 20. So in an ideal case scenario, 
Today, the children should start using sunscreen from a younger age to prevent damage further on in life. In terms of uh, choosing a sunscreen, uh, there is no one sunscreen which will work for everyone. Uh, in terms of SPF, as long as it is SPF 30 or more, it is reasonably good mm -hmm. uh, because SPF 30 will give about a 90 to 93% protection. Okay. If we go up from SPF 30 to say an SPF 17, it, the protection will go up from say 93% to 96-97%. Mm -hmm. So you don't get that much of an increment in terms of protection. Uh, but an SPF 70 is more likely to leave a white cast and feel very sticky and so one is usually less likely to use it. Okay. What is important with the sunscreen is uh, you put it on 15 minutes before you go out in the sun because especially chemical sunscreens will take that 15 minutes to take effect. And each time we put on a sunscreen, it works only for two hours because we sweat, we wipe our faces and we all have yeah, this tendency I mean, we, to we rub our hand all on, on our face. All absolutely. The time. Yeah. Absolutely. So what's important is we need to reapply it every two hours to keep getting the benefit of the sunscreen. And uh, a lot of people think, you know, what, it's very close. I just, I'm, I'm out in an air-conditioned car, I don't need a sunscreen, but that's not true. It's ultraviolet light that we're protecting uh, ourselves from and that penetrates through glass. So if you're traveling in an air-conditioned car, an air-conditioned bus, or even if you're sitting in your office which is fully air-conditioned but there's a big French window near you which allows mm -hmm. natural light to stream through into the room, sunscreen is absolutely mandatory. Oh my God, that, you know, you have to wear, have to, have to, have to wear your sunscreen. There's no other alternative for sunscreen. In my opinion, in terms of a take-home message, uh, yeah. if there's one thing one has to include in their skincare routine, it's a sunscreen. And you know, doctor, there's a lot of fun ways of putting sunscreen these days, which is all across Instagram, you know, by using two fingers, you know, some say that put it all, you know, dab a little bit and then rub it off and there are so many ample ways and yeah. we see so many reels on the ways of applying sunscreen. So is there, a, and you know, in fact, I saw somewhere that, you know, if you want to measure your sunscreen, use a spoon, uh, add a spoonful of sunscreen and then apply it on your face. I found it a little funny, but is there any actual way to apply sunscreen or you can just use it like your lotion and your cream? So see, scientifically speaking, you know, there's no clear recommendation you use 5 ml or 10 ml yeah, sunscreen. Yeah. I suspect the Instagram reel <laughs> was just, they're basically saying use 2.5 ml because the teaspoon is 2.5 ml. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I guess it's, it's relevant in terms of using adequate quantity yeah. of the sunscreen. But two fingers, one finger, your that full hand, matter. your palm, <laughs> no difference, Hi, use yeah. the sunscreen. Great, that's a very good info. Uh, you know, straight away I would, I would like to discuss upon, uh, you know, the IV therapies, which okay. is like so, so, so common in the West and uh, it's getting popular in India as well. And we see so many uh, benefits of, uh, you know, IV therapies when, you know, the body is not accepting some kind of minerals and, you know, the body is continuously rejecting and, or, or you know, there are ample number of various, uh, you know, uh, IV therapies, whether it is for hydration, whether it is for any kind of energy boost. Uh, so do you think it does give any kind of good effect to body uh, if anyone you know, chooses any kind of IV therapies? Um, so scientifically, unfortunately, there haven't been very clear trials on the benefit of IV therapies. 
बट एनेकडेटली अलॉट ऑफ पीपल हू टेकन आई वी थेरपीज फील अ सेंस ऑफ वेलनेस एंड फील अ सेंस ऑफ एन एनर्जी बूस्ट एंड द फैक्ट दैट इट इज सो पॉपुलर इन द वेस्ट एंड देर आर अलॉट ऑफ वेलनेस सेंटर्स मशरूमिंग ऑल ओवर द वर्ल्ड मीन्स देर आर पीपल हू क्लियरली फील वेल एंड दे see the benefit of the iv therapies mm. and that's the reason it is booming in terms of uh, medical benefit it would certainly benefit people who have uh, who have uh, some absorption issues yeah. uh, where they're not able to absorb enough adequate nutrients people who have issues for whatever whichever reason they're not able to eat adequate quantities of food or people are not able to eat high quality food mm-hmm. and they therefore have reduced vitamin levels and all medically it would certainly benefit them uh, but in terms of wellness uh, yes a lot of people take uh, intravenous cocktails which has a mix of uh, b complex vitamin c i personally do use a fair bit of glutathione in my cocktails uh, glutathione it has been popularized in india as a skin uh, whitening treatment mm-hmm. uh it's basically a master antioxidant yeah. it uh, yeah. helps to uh, swallow up the free oxygen radicals in the body yeah so it helps to reduce the tan it helps to reduce pigmentation it gives a nice healthy glow to the skin it also quenches the free oxygen radicals in your body so it could help to minimize damage to the liver kidney and the internal organs as well so i mean uh, yeah glutathione is uh, the master antioxidant that works it has said and it works a uh, wonderful for the i think liver detox as well absolutely so, uh and adding up with vitamin c you know again that's a wonderful antioxidant so adding up double benefits uh i don't think there is any there can be any harm in this but what are the certain precautions which one need to take you know if somebody is opting for you know iv wellness So certainly there are some contraindications in which case the IV therapy should not be done like it should not be done in pregnancy it should yeah. not be done in a breastfeeding woman it's certainly not recommended if somebody has a kidney disease or has cardiac issues mm-hmm. um the the risk that can happen is you know when we eat food basically uh, the body biologically it is kitted up that the food gets digested the nutrients get absorbed slowly So in the bloodstream, the vitamin levels they increase at a slow rate. Yeah. When we do IV, we're basically bypassing the whole digestive absorptive mm-hmm. system. Mm-hmm. So there's a very sudden, drastic increase in the vitamin levels in the blood. Yeah. Yes. But vitamin C and glutathione are both water soluble. So yeah. Uh, yeah. really, there's not that much of a problem with water soluble nutrients because as long as our kidney functions are okay, they yeah. get excreted. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would certainly think. Uh, twice about giving the uh, vitamins which are fat soluble like the vitamin A and D mm-hmm. uh, with those vitamins we definitely have to do blood tests and see if a person is deficient and only then do the injections yes. uh, without uh, the blood test the inj- those injections would not be recommended of course and uh, you know what what do you what are your thoughts about uh, the lovely cocktail names for you know the myers cocktail which is a really it cocktail for you know a lot of people in west and a lot of health coach they speak about it uh, in in a very huge way and actually what does go inside you know let's yeah. speak about what are the ingredients of a myers cocktail <laughs> 
So the original Maya's cocktail it came up in the US, yeah. and the original Maya's cocktail was basically a lot of B complex vitamins, vitamin C, and it had uh, the nutrients calcium and magnesium as well. Uh, that was quite a few years ago. I think 1950s, 1960s. Yeah. Like the person called Meyer only by a doctor Meyer. Yeah. Doctor yeah. Meyer. Yeah. He was a medical doctor. Yeah. And in fact, this was the first medical publication on using the IV nutrients for wellness. Okay. Um, after that, you know, like the Myers cocktail has been modified because uh, you know we currently have a lot of nutrients available. Mm -hmm. So now, now a lot of people add uh, things like glutathione, selenium, zinc, uh, amino acids like methionine, arginine. So people give it fancy names like modified Myers cocktail. Yeah. And a quick look at the internet will reveal that, you know, like a lot of clinics sell them very fancy names, Vitaglow, Metaglow. <laughs> I think because we like the name so much, you yeah. know, maybe the name give us the effect more than the IV therapy. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a fantastic marketing strategy. Yeah. It's an absolutely brilliant marketing <laughs> strategy. And uh, a lot of uh, clinics use this uh, for a hangover uh, yes, after yes, a night of yeah, excesses. Yeah. Uh, although I'm, the the jury is out on it, but I suspect it might be more the fluids in the yeah. IV in the IV which therapy works which for, work yeah. for the for curing the hangover because a hangover a lot of it is dehydration. dehydration yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know how much of it is the, just the fluid overload that the body is being given, and yeah. how much of it is the nutrients that have been given along with the fluid overload. Great. So you know, in, uh, overall, we understood that you know definitely IV therapies uh, work well for the people who have deficiencies, whose body does not accept uh, the nutrients very well. And apart from that, if we talk about IV wellness, it's a, a very beautiful thing. But there haven't been a lot of research done. But yes, people are doing it and gaining good uh, benefits out of it, like the you know, the popular names like Rihanna and. Uh, uh, you know, yeah. so many uh, Hollywood stars, and you know, so as in India, in India also, a lot of people are uh, gaining benefits out of it. Uh, and we also spoke about Myers cocktail and what are the concoction about inside it. Uh, and of course, uh, if the IV wellness nutrients are water soluble, uh, there is a tendency that you might not get, you might not absorb it completely, and the excess is always. Uh, uh, you know, excreted out, so which is a good point, you know, Absolutely. because yeah, and uh, for the fat soluble uh, minerals like vitamin D and vitamin A and you know, other vitamins like that, one needs to be very properly medically assisted, and then one can choose for uh, you know, whether they want to opt it or they don't want to opt it. Well, that social that was you know a lovely conversation on IV wellness, and you gave us so much of insights. Um, do you think uh, that you know? Uh, and there are some so many other like you spoke about selenium, zinc, and various micronutrients. Uh, we have been also listening that you know NAD and uh, CoQ10, all these kind of things are also being included when you know people are uh, who work out a lot or who want uh, energy a lot or who have a really really busy day. Uh, you know, what, what's your opinion on those? So there are also antioxidants. Uh, uh, and a lot of cocktail mixes will have a cocktail of antioxidants as well. Okay. They'll have NAD, they'll have coenzyme P10, glutathione, or beta carotene, uh -huh. astaxanthin. So it's a cocktail of antioxidants. Uh -huh. uh, uh, 
I suppose uh, the work on the philosophy is that two is more than one. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, whatever you absorb, you absorb, whatever you want to experience. Whatever you your body doesn't need, yeah, over the next few days, it just gets excreted out in the yeah. But we need to make sure that it's a person who's got good renal functions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's very important. And also, it's a personal choice, you know, if one wants needs to opt for, you know, the IV wellness. It's, uh, it's out there and it is showing good results. And, uh, you know, and also, you know, you need to have a good execution system working on it. Um, I mean, yeah, that was quite an info on, uh, you know, IV wellness. Uh, since we were discussing prior to this uh, show about, uh, uh, you know, the various kind of disease which exist um, you know, in India and, uh, you know, some are autoimmune situations, some are, you know, uh, by fungi, bacteria, things like that. Uh, so one of the autoimmune condition, which is uh, vitiligo, uh, what's your opinion on that? Is it curable? Does it have any kind of uh, you know cut thing where you can just stop it there? Does it have any maintenance thing? So vitiligo is a very complex skin problem, and like you rightly said, it's an autoimmune condition. Um, so I mean, uh, there's no single path to managing vitiligo. It depends a lot upon the age of the person, the areas which are affected. Uh, whether the vitiligo is stable or it is progressive in nature. Uh, if it is progressive in nature, the first step of course would be to put the person on appropriate medicines and there are medicines that we can use mm -hmm. uh, like levomazole and steroids to stop further progress of vitiligo and it does work to halt progress of the disease in the vast majority of people. Mm -hmm. Once uh, we have managed to achieve a stable condition and the vitiligo has been stable for months or years, we could consider doing surgery and uh, we could consider doing some skin grafting or melanocyte grafting. Uh, it does work in quite a few people. Uh, success rates are, uh, are decent. Mm -hmm. uh, if somebody is very bothered by it, it's uh, something that one could consider getting done. So, I mean, about the skin grafting, I mean, if vitiligo is, you know, spread all over the body, uh, what do you think or is it has it's, to be in a small area too? Yes, you're right. Uh, a split skin grafting or a melanocyte grafting will work with limited disease. Uh -huh. uh, but if somebody has uh, involvement of virtually the entire skin, then there's no place uh, to extract a graft from. In some cases then uh, chemical depigmentation of the remaining 5% of the skin which looks uh, pigmented could be done. So at least the person has a uniform complexion all over the body. Would you make us understand more about the chemical depigmentation What's that? So suppose somebody has vitiligo and it's not very common. Uh, mm -hmm. Suppose somebody has vitiligo which has affected more than 90% of their body surface area. They're white all over but they've got some patches of normal skin in between. You know, mm -hmm. They're white all over the face but they've got a small patch of normal looking skin in the middle. Right. To, and it's basically vitiligo is uh, it's visually disfiguring yeah. and that's the only problem that people have. Internally, they're completely fit and well. Right. So to reduce the visual disfigurement and to improve the appearance, the small patch of normal skin, that can be depigmented by using certain chemicals on the skin. Okay. So then at least they have a uniform color all over the face and it doesn't look too bad. Okay. So 
that was quite a helpful. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Sarisha. That it was thank a you. lovely session with you. So, uh, before closing the show, what do you have the words you know which uh, uh, the people can do at home or any kind of tips which you want to share? Uh, one thing which you know everyone should be doing when we talk about skin health. So, uh, well, my favorite line is. Uh, there is no magic treatment. Uh -huh. There is no uh, magic to maintaining your skin. What is important is uh, whatever you do, you're consistent about it. You do it on a regular basis. You do it on an everyday basis. Mm -hmm. uh, so use a sunscreen. Absolutely, have a good skincare routine. Watch what you eat. Sleep well. Do not smoke. Do not stress too much. Exercise a little bit on an everyday basis. Basically, lead a good, healthy life. Yeah. If you lead a good healthy life and you've got good internal health, it will certainly reflect on your skin. Cool. So apply sunscreen and lead a good healthy life. So Absolutely. I guess sunscreen is the tip which we can take back. Thank you so much. It was fabulous talking it to you. It was fantastic being Thank here. Thank you.